Welcome to Artificial Pulse, the podcast that brings you the latest positive innovations in technology, giving you a glimpse into a brighter future. Our podcast is completely generated by AI, with the goal of giving you the most insightful and up-to-date information on advancements in technology. Please note that while we aim for accuracy, there may be some unintentional inaccuracies or repetitions, and we recommend referring to the episode description to find links to the sources of all of the information summarized here. And here's our update for today, Tuesday, September 5th, 2023. Generative AI is experiencing significant growth in adoption, especially in the business sector. Walmart recently announced the launch of a Gen AI app for its non-store employees, which utilizes data from Walmart and third-party large language models, LLMs. The app assists employees with various tasks like drafting, creative collaboration, and document summarization. This widespread implementation of generative AI is driving the demand for graphical processing units, GPUs, specialized computing processors used to train deep learning models. Training these models can be costly due to the large volumes of data involved. NVIDIA, the leading supplier of GPUs, has seen a surge in demand, resulting in impressive earnings. Startups and investors are actively seeking GPUs, highlighting their scarcity, Google and NVIDIA have also partnered to provide greater access to NVIDIA's GPU-powered technology through Google's cloud services. NVIDIA CEO Jensen Huang believes this demand represents the beginning of a new era of accelerated computing, urging companies to shift their investment focus from general-purpose computing to generative AI and accelerated computing. While GPUs excel in parallel instruction execution and are well-suited for machine learning tasks, other types of software optimized for CPUs may not benefit significantly from GPUs. And now with another AI story, Baidu, the Chinese tech giant, has unveiled over 10 new AI applications following the successful launch of its Ernie chatbot. One of the notable products introduced is WPS AI, a word processing app integrated with generative AI technology developed by Kingsoft Office. This tool utilizes Baidu's Ernie bot AI model and the Chenfan cloud platform for AI models. Baidu claims that approximately 10,000 businesses actively use their Chenfan cloud platform monthly. Additionally, Baidu disclosed that more than 6 million users have utilized an AI-powered assistant within their cloud product, which offers document search, text summarization, translation, and content creation capabilities. During the announcement event, Baidu also showcased generative AI-based products designed to assist with traffic management, financial research, and coal mine logistics. However, it remains unclear to what extent these products are available for public use. Baidu's Ernie bot was released to the public on August 31st, indicating government approval of the AI chatbot. Initially revealed in March, access to Ernie was restricted to business partners and individuals who joined a waitlist. It's worth noting that other Chinese companies have also launched similar AI products around the same time. In other news related to AI, Israeli startup ThetaRay has secured $57 million in funding for its AI-based anti-money laundering, AML, platform. Money laundering, a significant global issue involving the transfer of illicit funds, poses challenges due to digital tools and sophisticated evasion techniques. ThetaRay's platform automatically scans and detects suspicious transaction activity at financial institutions. The funding round, led by specialist fintech investor Portage, includes participation from JVP, our crowd, and other previous backers. With a customer base that includes Santander Bank, TravelX, and various fintech startups, ThetaRay plans to expand its business further. 
CEO Peter Reynolds stated that the investment provides the company with several years of growth opportunities in the fintech and corporate payment sectors. ThetaRay's customer base has grown tenfold in the past year, with annual recurring revenue increasing fivefold. The startup estimates the AML tools market to be worth $9 billion, highlighting the potential for further expansion. ThetaRay's differentiation lies in its ability to delve deeper into a wider range of financial applications, including correspondence banking, where funds are transferred through intermediaries. By leveraging its AI toolset, branded Sonar, ThetaRay aims to automate the monitoring and detection of illicit transactions, ensuring compliance and preventing money laundering. As we continue to highlight inspiring tech innovations, we ask you to please consider becoming a supporter through Patreon by visiting patreon.com slash artificial pulse. You can contribute to our mission to provide you updates of the latest positive innovations in technology. Also in each episode, we'll mention the names of each of our supporters to thank them for their contribution. And higher tier supporters can have a short advertisement played in each episode of Artificial Pulse. Once again, thanks for listening and please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash artificial pulse. Shifting to Apple-related news, Meta and LG are reportedly collaborating to develop a new virtual reality, VR, headset to rival Apple's Vision Pro. The partnership initially involved discussions with LG Display, but it has now expanded to include other LG subsidiaries. LG Electronics will handle the assembly, while LG Energy and LG Innotech will supply batteries and components. LG Display will provide the micro-OLED displays for the new device. This collaboration signifies LG's increased influence on the headset's manufacturing process. While Apple is targeting the premium market with Vision Pro, Meta aims to cater to both premium and entry-level segments. Industry sources predict that the Meta and LG headset will launch in 2025 at a price of approximately $2,000. To compete with Apple, both companies are expected to invest in more powerful hardware. Furthermore, Meta will soon release the more affordable MetaQuest 3 priced at $499. However, the future success of both devices remains uncertain, as Meta's XR division revenue has declined, and analysts estimate that Apple may sell fewer than 400,000 Vision Pro units by 2024. Continuing on the topic of Apple, Apple denies reports of low developer interest in Vision Pro, countering claims that the developer workshops for the headset had poor attendance. Despite mixed views among developers about the product's potential, Apple insists that developer enthusiasm exceeded their expectations. Bloomberg's Mark Gurman previously mentioned empty seats at the in-person labs, partly due to limited workshop locations. However, Apple stated that attendees were highly satisfied with the workshops. The company also revealed that downloads of the Vision Pro Software Development Kit, SDK, surpassed their expectations. Developers' expectations for the headset vary, with some believing it will have a significant impact on the market, while others see it as a riskier venture. Resolution Games CEO Tommy Palm sees Apple's entry into this market segment as monumental, comparing it to the early days of the computer era. On the other hand, game designer Ryan McLeod views it as more of a gamble, but appreciates the reduction in work through familiar tools provided by Apple. Overall, Apple remains confident in the developer interest and positive feedback received for Vision Pro. Taking a look at more Apple updates, Apple has the potential to surpass Samsung as the leading global smartphone brand, according to market intelligence company TrendForce. Despite historically being a challenging competitor for Apple, Samsung's diverse range of smartphone models catering to various price segments has made it difficult for Apple to compete on volume. However, Trend Force suggests that the upcoming launch of the iPhone 15 lineup could change the game. 
while Samsung currently leads in production rankings, its second quarter performance saw a downturn due to economic headwinds and intense competition. In contrast, Apple's second quarter is typically weaker, but if the iPhone 15 series exceeds market expectations, it could propel Apple to overtake Samsung. This prediction aligns with IDC's recent suggestion that the iPhone could achieve a new record for global market share. However, despite the potential success of individual brands, market intelligence companies like TrendForce, CounterPoint, and IDC remain pessimistic about the overall smartphone market, projecting the lowest level of smartphone shipments in a decade for 2023. Poor global economic conditions and declining demand in major consumer markets contribute to this decline, raising concerns for future production. And now we move on to clean energy innovations-related news. Opna, a London-based company formerly known as SALT, aims to assist businesses in achieving their net-zero emissions goals by connecting them with carbon projects and providing funding. The company has secured $6.5 million in seed funding to develop its platform, which streamlines the process of finding and financing carbon projects for corporations participating in the Voluntary Carbon Market, BCM. Opna serves as a centralized hub where companies can discover fully vetted project developers, saving time and money in the search for suitable projects. It also facilitates standardized financing processes and agreements while enabling businesses to monitor their project portfolios through key performance indicators, KPIs, and risk reporting. Founder Shilpika Gautam highlighted the current manual and inconsistent nature of carbon project discovery and financing, emphasizing the need for digitalization and streamlining. Opna focuses on projects that have established frameworks and standards, prioritizing those where financing is a significant challenge. The company plans to generate revenue by charging a percentage on completed financing transactions and offering an annual subscription for monitoring and reporting services. Opna has already partnered with numerous project developers worldwide and conducted private beta testing with various enterprises across sectors. Now transitioning to environment news, in an ambitious attempt to save wild ocelots from extinction, researchers are working on a project to artificially inseminate female ocelots born and raised in zoos with sperm extracted from wild ocelots in southern Texas. The goal is to establish a new population of these endangered cats in the wild. However, the process has faced challenges, such as failed ovulation, egg complications, and reduced sperm motility during shipment. Despite these setbacks, the procedures have been completed, and the success of the insemination won't be known for another month. Wild ocelots, once found throughout Texas and neighboring states, now exist in only two small populations in the U.S., separated by deadly roadways and fragmented habitat. The nonprofit East Foundation, which owns Ranchland in Prime Ocelot Territory, aims to create a third population that is more inland and less susceptible to hurricanes. To achieve this, the land needs more ocelots and genetic diversity, which can be provided by zoo ocelots. While conservation biologists typically aim to preserve each lineage's unique genetic makeup, introducing new genes from zoo ocelots is believed to benefit the Texas ocelots and counter inbreeding risks. And now we move on to innovative technology-related news. Atomic Work, a San Francisco and Singapore-based company, has emerged from stealth mode with $11 million in seed funding to launch an AI assistant that aims to streamline administrative tasks for HR and IT departments. The company was founded by SAS veterans Vijay Rayapati, Kiran Darasi, and Parsuram Vihayasankar, who recognized the need for software solutions to simplify daily operational needs for employees. 
Atomic Works AI Assistant, called Adam, integrates with collaboration tools like Slack and Microsoft Teams to provide quick answers and assistance to employee queries related to IT, HR, finance, and legal departments. The platform utilizes conversational AI and learns from company wikis, FAQs, and historical tickets to improve its responses over time. By automating workflows and reducing reliance on service desks or searching through employee portals, Atomic Work aims to save time for both employees and support teams. The company's initial target market consists of mid-market companies with 500 to 2,000 employees, offering them an easy-to-use internal delivery system. Atomic Work plans to expand its services to include other employee support functions in the future, now transitioning to innovative transportation updates, Sweden Scania has unveiled a groundbreaking semi-truck that is covered in solar panels, marking a world-first achievement. The hybrid truck features a trailer adorned with 100 square meters of solar panels, which are connected to an onboard electrical system. This unique prototype aims to evaluate the amount of solar energy it can generate and assess its potential for reducing CO2 emissions in heavy transport. The project manager expressed confidence in the technology's viability, stating that if it works in Sweden's Nordic climate, it can work anywhere. The initiative is a collaboration between academia and industry, with Uppsala University developing efficient and lightweight solar cells for the project. While the endeavor presents engineering challenges due to the mobile nature of the solar panels, it is still considered a research project rather than a full-scale production. Scania engineers are working on addressing technical issues along the way. The unveiling of this solar-powered truck represents a significant advancement in sustainable transportation and offers the potential to reduce operational costs and carbon emissions in the heavy transport sector. In more news related to innovative transportation, in a bid to rival Tesla in the premium electric car market, Mercedes-Benz and BMW have unveiled their new concept cars at the IAA Mobility 2023 Auto Show in Munich. Mercedes introduced the Mercedes-Benz Concept CLA class, built on their new Mercedes-Benz modular architecture, MMA, platform. The range will include four models, offering a claimed range of 750 kilometers, 466 miles, on a single charge and the ability to charge enough for a 400-kilometer drive in just 15 minutes. Mercedes emphasized the interior experience, developing its own operating system called MB.O.S, enabling integration with third-party apps. Meanwhile, BMW showcased the BMW Vision Neue class, also based on a new architecture for their future electric vehicles. Details on range and charging were limited, but BMW highlighted the car's panoramic vision heads-up display and improved charging speed and range compared to previous models. Both companies are aiming to close the software gap with Tesla through these advancements. While the cars are currently in the concept stage, they represent a significant step forward in the German automaker's aggressive push into the electric vehicle market. And now we move on to physics-related news. Dutch quantum spin-out, Orange Quantum Systems, has secured 1.5 million euros in pre-seed funding to develop its quantum chip test equipment. The startup aims to address the bottleneck in testing quantum computer chips efficiently, a crucial step in ensuring their reliability and functionality. Currently, testing quantum chips requires weeks in a cryogenic facility with skilled engineers overseeing the process. Orange Quantum Systems has introduced a room temperature equipment stack that automates quantum chip testing, supported by proprietary software libraries. By offering an industry-level foundry process combined with fast test equipment, the company aims to increase the number of high-quality pits per quantum chip. The funds raised will be used to develop the next generation of test equipment optimized for high-speed qubit testing. 
In addition to the funding, Orange Quantum Systems has received a grant from the European Innovation Council's EIC Accelerator. Founded in 2020 as a spin-out from TNO, the startup is based in Delft, the Netherlands, and currently employs 17 people with experienced advisors from ASML and NXP. And now with another physics story, astronomers launch search for hidden supernova remnants in the Milky Way. In a new endeavor, scientists are embarking on a mission to locate numerous supernova remnants concealed within our galaxy. By utilizing radio observations captured by the Very Large Array, VLA, in New Mexico and the Mir-KAT Array of radio telescopes in South Africa, astronomers aim to uncover hundreds of these remnants scattered across the Milky Way. Supernovae are cataclysmic stellar explosions resulting from either the demise of a massive star or a white dwarf that has accumulated excessive matter on its surface. These explosions disintegrate the star, scattering its remains throughout space and forming supernova remnants. These remnants contain heavy elements forged during the explosive event and are accompanied by shock waves that initially travel at high speeds. While approximately 300 to 400 supernova remnants have been identified in our galaxy, Studies of other galaxies suggest that there could be as many as 1,000 remnants in the Milky Way. To bridge this disparity, Professor Loren Anderson from West Virginia University, along with graduate student Timothy Ferber, has secured funding to search for hidden remnants using machine learning and visual inspection techniques. Their focus will be directed toward the Galactic Center, where the likelihood of finding recent remnants is higher. Discovering these remnants is crucial for further study, as their shape and element distribution provide insights into the dynamics of supernova explosions and their interaction with the interstellar medium. This research could enhance our understanding of how debris from supernovae contributes to the formation of gas clouds in the galaxy. Now transitioning to robotics updates, a robot resembling a dog called Spot has successfully mapped out a radioactive section of the Dunray nuclear plant in Scotland. Developed by Boston Dynamics, SPOT is a versatile and agile robot capable of navigating challenging terrain and collecting data in hazardous areas. The trial was conducted by Dunray personnel and staff from CREATE, the systems integrator for SPOT. The robot was trained on a wooden mock-up before being deployed to the actual cell. Once inside, SPOT created a 3D map of the four-story cell and collected radiological data to identify areas with higher levels of radioactivity. The mission was considered challenging due to the complex environment that had not been accessed for over 20 years. The data collected by SPOT will help ensure worker safety during the decommissioning process and potentially save costs on investigation. In the coming months, the team plans to explore additional use cases for SPOT's capabilities. Shifting to science-related news, the importance of oxygen for alien civilizations may be greater than previously believed. Summary University of Rome astronomer Amadeo Balbi and University of Rochester astrophysicist Adam Frank propose a new approach to estimating the number of civilizations capable of interstellar communication. The research suggests that the presence of oxygen in planetary atmospheres is a crucial factor. The scientists argue that civilizations requiring fire for technological advancements would depend on an atmosphere with at least 16% oxygen, preferably 18.5%. Without fire, critical activities such as cooking, surviving climate changes, and creating light sources would be impossible. Moreover, the absence of fire would hinder metalworking, machinery operation, and industrial production necessary for building advanced structures like radio antennas, spacecraft, and solar panels. Consequently, civilizations lacking fire would remain undetectable to us. While it is conceivable for intelligent species to evolve without unlocking fire, 
these hypothetical aliens would be invisible to Earth due to their limited technological capabilities. By focusing efforts on planets with oxygen-rich atmospheres, astronomers may increase the chances of detecting technologically advanced extraterrestrial civilizations. Shifting to space updates, India's Pragyan rover has concluded its successful two-week mission on the lunar surface and has entered a dormant state. The Chandrayaan-3 spacecraft, which made history by landing at the southern lunar pole, has been exploring the landing zone and collecting valuable data on elements such as sulfur, iron, and oxygen. This achievement not only highlights India's cosmic exploration efforts but also signifies humanity's collective progress in lunar exploration. The Indian Space Research Organization, ISRO, plans to continue its exploration of the cosmos with a newly launched probe that will study the sun and observe solar winds. The success of the Chandrayaan-3 mission, following a failed attempt in 2019, positions India as a potential leader in space exploration. While there is still much to explore, including NASA's upcoming Artemis II mission to return humans to the moon, the data gathered by the Pragyan rover and other lunar missions will provide researchers and astronauts with valuable insights for future exploration. As we celebrate the accomplishments of the Chandrayaan-3 mission, we eagerly anticipate the reactivation of the Pragyan rover for future endeavors. Also in space news, Europe has completed the assembly of the Hera spacecraft, which will investigate the aftermath of NASA's DART mission that crashed into the asteroid Dimorphos. The European Space Agency, ESA, is contributing to the International Planetary Defense Experiment by sending HERA to analyze the impacts caused by DART. The two modules of the spacecraft were joined together at OHB in Bremen, Germany. Payload units will be added to the spacecraft's top deck before it moves to its next location. After undergoing environmental tests at ESA's ESTEC Test Center in the Netherlands, HERA is scheduled to launch from Cape Canaveral in October 2024 on a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket. It will reach Dimorphos in late 2026, four years after the DART impact. HERA will utilize LIDAR, an optical camera, and a thermal camera to survey the asteroid system. Two CubeSats, Juventus and Milani, will accompany HERA and provide additional observations. Recent space-based observations have revealed the significant fragmentation of dimorphos caused by the high-velocity impact of DART. And now with another space story, astronomers have discovered a new method to detect baryon acoustic oscillations, BAOs, which are subtle wrinkles in cosmic matter from the early universe. These BAOs provide clues about the Big Bang and can be used to measure cosmic distances and the rate of the universe's expansion. Previous studies focused on galaxy clusters, but a new study examines galaxy shapes and orientations, identifying oddities that indicate the presence of BAOs. By analyzing stretched galaxies and their gravitational pull, researchers pinpointed the locations of BAOs. This independent detection method improves the accuracy of mapping galaxies and their distances. Additionally, it sheds light on the universe's accelerating expansion and may help calculate the amount of dark matter and dark energy present. The discovery of BAOs in 2005 by other teams set the size of these signals at around 150 million parsecs. The European Space Agency's Euclid Telescope, launched recently, aims to measure these signals across the universe as part of its mission to explore dark matter and dark energy. In other space-related news, Danish astronaut Andreas Magensen has embarked on a historic mission to the International Space Station, ISS, as the first European to pilot the SpaceX Dragon spacecraft. During his six-month stay, Mogensen will conduct various research activities, including an experiment aimed at combating muscle loss in astronauts caused by long-term space missions. 
This experiment involves using neuromuscular electrical stimulation, NMES, to electrically stimulate specific muscles and help them regain mass and strength. The goal is to accelerate recovery and mitigate the effects of microgravity on astronauts' health. While NMES is a well-known rehabilitation strategy on Earth, it has not been tested in space before. Mogensen will serve as a control subject, providing baseline statistics for future astronauts who may undergo the treatment. Another group of astronauts will receive the electrical stimulation, and their muscle health measurements will be compared to assess the effectiveness of the treatment. This method is expected to complement the current exercise regime followed by astronauts on the ISS, offering a more accessible and resource-efficient solution to counteract muscle loss in space. Next up in space news, India's Chandrayaan-3 lunar rover and lander have completed their primary mission objectives and are now preparing for the upcoming lunar night. The Indian Space Research Organization, ISRO, is hopeful that the vehicles will awaken when the sun rises again above the moon's south pole. The mission successfully explored the southern lunar region, where frozen water deposits may exist in permanently shadowed craters. The Pragyan rover entered sleep mode on September 2nd, with its instruments turned off and the battery fully charged. The solar panel is positioned to receive light during the next sunrise expected on September 22nd. The Vikram lander also followed suit on September 4th after performing a short hop closer to the rover. Chandrayaan-3 landed on the moon on August 23rd, and the Pragyan rover has traveled over 330 feet of the lunar surface. The mission has provided valuable data, including chemical analysis, temperature profiles, and plasma measurements. Landing on the moon remains challenging, with only four countries achieving success so far. The presence of water in the moon's south polar region makes it an attractive location for future lunar bases and reduces the cost of maintaining them. Moving on to another space update, SpaceX has decided to shift its livestream coverage from YouTube to a social media platform owned by Elon Musk's company. Over the weekend, SpaceX stopped streaming its launches and Dragon operations on YouTube in favor of exclusive coverage on this new platform. The unexpected move resulted in the removal of expected streams for Starlink Group 6-12 and the Crew-6 splashdown mission from YouTube. SpaceX has been increasingly utilizing this platform since Musk acquired it, providing multiple streams of different angles for a Starlink launch in July. The company has also started ending its support for other social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Flickr, and LinkedIn, focusing more on their own dedicated account on the new platform. However, SpaceX's Crew-6 coverage was still available on YouTube through NASA's channel, as NASA missions are co-produced and streamed on various platforms. It remains to be seen if Tesla, another Musk venture, will follow suit with a similar social media policy change. While this new platform is popular in the U.S., it may not have the same level of popularity in Europe and Asia. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Artificial Pulse. We hope you found this exploration of the latest positive innovations in technology to be informative and inspiring. Once again, please consider supporting us through Patreon at patreon.com slash artificial pulse. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow as we continue to bring you the most cutting-edge developments and the brightest outlooks for the future.